the Digging Deeper podcast hosted by 4constructionpros.com and covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today. At Caterpillar's year-end press event, I had a chance to chat with Glenn Powell, paving development coordinator and project manager for Slouch Incorporated who discuss some of the complexities surrounding the asphalt paving process and how pavers are key to ensuring a quality match. He also discussed the company's relationship with Caterpillar and his impressions after his crew put the all-new AP455 8-foot size class paver through its paces. Let's dig in with Glenn now. Glenn, thank you for joining me. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about Slouch? And, and the types of construction work that it does? Yeah, so Schlock Incorporated is a heavy site uh, work civil contractor in Eastern Pennsylvania. Um, we uh, basically prepare sites, um, do earthwork, utility installation, uh, concrete, and paving. Uh, for it would be things such as building warehouses, new residential subdivisions, uh, commercial shopping malls, things of that nature. So um, we do everything in preparation for the building to go up. Okay, and talk about your equipment fleet. Uh, you're obviously in charge of paving. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the general mix of the, of the company's fleet? Yeah, so, so overall with the company's fleet, a vast majority of the equipment we own is Caterpillar equipment. We also do have uh, other manufacturers that we, we also uh, have, you know, various pieces of, of their equipment. Um, and we range from having excavators to dozers to track loaders, asphalt pavers, asphalt rollers, dirt rollers. Uh, rock drills, um, so just a, a wide variety of pieces. And what about your relationship with Caterpillar? Uh, what was your really your first exposure to working with them uh, for, the, for the company? Yeah, so my exposure, my first exposure with Caterpillar probably came around 2009, 2010, not too long after I started uh, with Schlauch. Um, although Schlauch does have a uh, long relationship with Caterpillar that goes back into the uh, 1980s. Um, but my exposure um, came, gotten to know some folks in the paving products division, um, providing them feedback uh, on things that we saw with machines, things that we thought could maybe be better or a way to improve it that would help the crews, which is, is really at the end of the day what we're focused on. How can we make the crews' day a little bit easier? Um, it's, it's tough work, so anything we can do to make their job easier uh, is what we try to do. So suggestions to Caterpillar. They've always been very open to feedback, and there's a lot of uh, feedback we have given them over the years that they've incorporated into the new machines uh, that we're seeing today. Okay. And not, not, only, not only for asphalt paving equipment, but, but equipment in general. Let's talk specifically about the paving process. Obviously, for those who are involved in asphalt paving, they have a pretty good perspective of what that, how, how difficult that work can be. But can you talk about it from your perspective and your crews? What, what does that all entail, and how does the equipment play a role in making their lives easier? Yeah. So with asphalt paving, there's a lot of moving pieces and it's fast moving. So if you can imagine you have a truckload of asphalt show up on the job site and that truck has to get backed into the paver um, so that you don't have a lot of people spotting, watching what's going on. The material has to get conveyed back all this while you're continuing production and the paver's in motion. Your paver operator, he's responsible to make sure the paver's 
staying in a straight line where it's supposed to be, making sure material's being conveyed back, uh, making sure when he when he does engage with a new truck, it's nice and smooth that he doesn't bump into it, which will create a quality issue on the backside of our finished product. Um, and then you have the people on the on the back of the machine running the screed to make sure that the depth of the material is correct, that there's no defects in the mat, um, all of those types of things. And then behind the actual paver and paving crew, you have the, the folks on the rollers uh, following behind, rolling the asphalt, getting proper compaction on it. And all this is happening constantly, all day long, at a very fast pace. Um, depending on the type of material we're placing, you could have a truckload of material in the paver and within a minute, minute and a half, we have that truck empty and he's out and the next truck's in. And it's, it's all about continuous process. So from what I'm hearing, this is driving down the highway, seeing a paving crew in operation. It appears to be fairly simple, slow process, but it's really deceptively complex. Yes, that, that is correct. It's, it's very intense. It's very intense and it's very team oriented. Um, it, it's like a football team. Everybody has their spot. They have to do exactly the right thing at the right time uh, so that the product that we're turning out is, is quality product that the public can drive on and, and uh, feel that they've got a nice road under them. Okay, so let's talk about equipment. How important is that paver's um, capabilities to the whole process? Yes, yeah, so um, if we're paving, the, the equipment, the paver itself, is really the key to turning out a quality product. Um, you need a machine that moves, moves smoothly um, as, as you're going. Um, when the operator makes subtle turns, it doesn't jerk, you know, it's a nice smooth turn or, or adjustment that he's making. Uh, the material delivery is highly important, that you're getting material back to in front of the screen um, at a consistent rate, a smooth rate, that you're not either overloading or underloading, starving the augers in that. Uh, you need to maintain a nice consistent head of material in front of the screen, and then that's what helps us get a nice flat surface uh, as we pave. Okay. Um, so it, it, extremely important. And then in terms of um, the features on the paver, that's really what can make the cruise day either a good day or a bad day. <laughs> sure, sure, I bet. <laughs> the, 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 you know, the more robust the features are and the more well thought out they are, um, the easier the day is for that crew. Okay. Quality now, I understand you have a couple of Caterpillar um, asphalt pavers already in your fleet. Can you talk about those yeah. machines, what size classes, things yeah, like that? Yeah, so we have, um, presently we have a uh, two triple five, 555Fs models uh, in our fleet. Um, those machines, they've been great machines. Um, actually, one is about ready to be replaced. It's, it's just about uh, at the point where we uh, do a uh, intentional replacement of the okay. machine. And, um, you know, they have been, they've been really good machines. There's been some things with them, like I said, where we have provided feedback to Caterpillar. Some of those things they have incorporated in the next series. And uh, to be able to have the ear of an equipment manufacturer to us is, is just huge. Huge, because it not only helps us, it helps the entire industry advance. Now, as you implied earlier, you also have been giving them feedback on 
equipment and apparently you just had the opportunity to do that with the field follow program. Can you talk us through that? Yes, yeah, so um, the um, introduction of the 455, uh, AP455, um, that's a machine that they started to design uh, several years ago and it was a long time coming. Um, they approached us uh, since we were in, uh, had been part of that feedback process. They approached us doing a field follow, a pre production field follow with a machine. Um, so, what they, uh, what they had done was said, you know, we, they gave us some requirements, asked us if we thought we could meet the requirements. Absolutely, it fits well within our wheelhouse of what we do. Um, and as part of that, it was basically okay, test the machine. We, you know, we want you to test this. We want to prove it out before we release it to market. Um, you know, put it through the rigors, if you will. Do do everything that uh, you know you typically would, and then some with it. Okay. And so, what <laughs> yeah. did you do with yeah, it? Yeah. So um, I described a little bit earlier today. We we um, stretched that machine all the way out to 20 feet and pasted, placed a uh, five-inch lift of asphalt base, which is a heavier lift to see what the capabilities of the machine were to deliver that material and actually pave it that wide width with a, a relatively smaller machine. And we were able to do it. Um, I think we found the upper limit. So what we were able to do for Caterpillar is they know now where that limit is. So I talked a little bit today about um, matching the machine to the task at hand. Part of that validation was now they, they come to know Okay, well, in that application, it'll work if you're not doing it every day. Um, if, you, if you do it occasionally, it's fine. It may be the line where you go to the next size machine, machine larger if you're consistently placing that, that type of thing every day. On the flip side, we've also found at thinner thicknesses of material that you're placing, like roadway overlays, uh, municipal streets, that kind of thing, it does just fine at those wider widths. So, you could use less machine to do the same job, which in the contractor's terms, you could see lower costs as a contractor because you're using a smaller machine, maybe burns a little less fuel, um, things like that, a little more economical to use. Absolutely. So I'm not sure if this is the size class of machine that you would consider adding into your fleet, but if it is, is that, can you talk through how you'd foresee using it? Or if it's something that doesn't really fit what your profile of work is, how might it benefit other contractors? Yeah, so so contractors, where I can see the big benefit um, to a contractor would be somebody that is looking, that is growing their business, and they may be using a smaller type paver, okay, and they're ready to take that next step into uh, maybe street paving, larger parking lots. 455 is an excellent machine for that. Um, you know, it's, it's sort of an entry into a different level of equipment, a different type of paper at that point. Um, for us, um, again, with what we do, there, there very well could be specific tasks where the 455 fits within our fleet. Um, example would be uh, maybe shoulders or, or you know you're paving a mainline highway but you have incidental things you have transitions to drop to tie into existing parking lots driveways things like that where the smaller machine would be much more uh, apt to that application 
just to kind of wrap things up, I, I'd like to kind of get your sense of what are some of the key features that you feel if you're looking at whether it be the the, um, the new model that you tested or whether it be a 555 replacement model, whatever it might be, what features really could make all the difference um, if somebody is looking to add a new paver into their fleet? Okay, so um, from, from my perspective, first and foremost, it's always safety. So when we start looking at pavers, we think about visibility, being able for that operator to see people that are on the ground, see trucks, see things that are going on. So visibility, I'm gonna say is number number one. Number two is gonna be the, the power that the paver has, the, the ability to push trucks up hills, um, you know, maybe paving at those thicker depths and pushing a truck uphill at the same time that you don't see a reduction in power uh, in the engine, it, it continues to power through at the same rate of speed. Uh, that's highly important. And then lastly, um, it's going to go to those, those features that help the crew do the job uh, efficiently and as easy as possible. So things like um, the power end gates on the, um, at the, on the screed help them. Uh, heated end gates help them make the joints look much better, produces a better quality joint. Um, those are all things that are, you know, we're looking at. So it's quality, safety, really, that drives, you know, paper decisions and the power. So do you feel like being willing to invest a little bit more in the technologies that are available and, and the designs that, that really fit that can make all the difference in not only safety, but in the ROI on that machine? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, a lot of times, you know, people may look at things and they look at options and the cost of, of those options. And you really have to look deeply. Some people will stop at the cost and not think about, but we can gain 10% in production or, or even a 5% gain in production. Or, hey, you know what, we can do this same job with maybe one less person involved. We could take one person out of the mix and still do the same job. Um, that's really the important in looking at what the investment in the technology is plus, uh, you know, what the gain is you could you could actually receive and how you, again, how you can make things easier on your team. And that's so critical in, in this very difficult, challenging environment. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Glenn. This has been a great conversation. I appreciate your time. Well, that's it for this edition of Digging Deeper. Thank you to Glenn Powell at Slouke Incorporated for taking the time to talk with us. Tune in every week for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast by 4constructionpros.com. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time.